So yeah, I, I, I don't oh, can know. I? Uh, I can subscribe with my my Amazon Prime. Huh? I can subscribe to our to the to the to the channel. Do it. Yeah, yeah. I t hit the bell, like, <laughs> subscribe while we're on the stream. Oh no, wait, no, that's Let's another stream. Ah, no, 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 no. <laughs> ah, no. <laughs> I started someone else's stream. Okay. Maybe you can use Twitch Prime on mobile. I don't even know what they're talking about. But anyway, okay, so um, Jamie's going to follow the Twitch. Do it later. Just like and hit the bell, whatever you've got to do. <laughs> hit the bell. <laughs> Something like that. The YouTube okay. algorithm. I'm going to turn the video off because it freaks me out and we can see each other. But we're going to wave just because, so we're going to turn the video off. And then I'm going to basically I'm upload the audio. just me in the video anyway. I know. So. I'm just better that way. Yeah, I, I, I'm not this is a uh, By the way, this is a mindful mind. team that basically consistently has a go at each other. It's quite amusing. <laughs> so I mean, I think it mean consistently has a go at Jamie. Well, maybe true. Yeah, yeah, we're very mindful, like me and Alex, yeah. to make sure all the insults are heading towards you. That's what it is. <laughs> Straight at me. It's a reflective exercise. <laughs> okay, so we are going. We are recording a series of short podcasts, uh, and also putting them on Twitch. And well, if you're on Twitch. And we'll leave this up. Is I'm going to kind of flick through some of the website stuff they've done, so you get an idea of some of the images and things. If I can, um, let's just click on Instagram and then we'll sort of introduce some of this because that's probably got some cool pictures. There's a lot of gifts on the actual website. There's a nice. Oh, is there? Them. Yeah. Great. Okay, let's go to the website. And then I'll talk through all these URLs anyway, because obviously if you're not on Twitch and you're just watching, uh, where do I go? In the press images. Brilliant. Okay. Cool. All right, brilliant. So get oh nice, get a bit of an idea from that if you're watching on Twitch. Okay, so uh, we're doing a series of podcasts with uh, students at Winchester School of Art undertaking their final major project. We're about six weeks into the second semester. Uh, we are about to break early for Easter uh, due to coronavirus issues and things like that. To make sure. Excellent. So there's a bit of extra time off campus, but obviously the students are still working. So. We are on the way to, we're halfway through the final semester, we're on the way to our summer show. So halfway, we'll, is that it? Yeah. I mean, is that, Jesus. Uh, so we're going to be showing in Winchester on the 11th of June, so there's a big private view. Then we hopefully will be also showing at St Mary's Stadium in Southampton on the 20th of June, and then on the 23rd of June we will be showing in Hoxton Arches, in London near Shoreditch, so that's where you'll get to play these games. So we're going to kind of have a chat with each of the teams to see why they're making the game they're making, uh, and just to give you an idea of what you might be in store for if you come to any of our events. Uh, we will have some user testing events in April uh, and May, but they will be later announced because obviously, um, well, hopefully we'll be open again and whatever and that kind of stuff. So there we go. All right, so uh, this team is three people who are made up of who? Uh, I'm Jamie, I've been coding the game. Um, Bill, I've been doing sound design and level design, really, in the artwork. Um, Alex, the creative director of the project and um, <laughs> handling most of the character animations. Cool, okay, and your game is called Portage. Yep. Yes. So give me the elevator pitch for this game. So, first you need to understand what portage is. That would be the act of carrying a canoe and its cargo uh, over a portion section of land between two bodies of water. So, we start with that concept um, uh, in assessing of the Canadian boreal forest um, with, with 
game design intentions to be very minimalist, which led to a kind of um, we got to like mindful aspects through through this minimalism, um, and it all kind of just came together from there. So being out in the woods with your dog, just on a nice nice jolly by yourself. Um, not, not doing, yeah, not, not not doing a whole lot, but kind of <laughs> appreciating appreciating what you can do, and what you can see. Okay, so for those who obviously maybe just listening to the podcast, it's uh, the style is a pixel art style game. Yep. Um, it, what in line hand with drawn? Hand drawn in line with what other kind of games would people be recognising this sort of um, story? So it's kind of a mix between kind of heavily inspired by Kingdom, I'd say. Um, and Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery is in there. Yeah. That kind of um, quite realistic, but low res. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's obviously stylized to be pixel art, but you, it's not like uh, 2.5D camera angle, yeah. if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because it's not your straight Mario yeah, not, 2D. Not the complete flat side scroller. Yeah. A bit of depth, but using quite. Um, we've used sort of realistic proportions as well, yeah. haven't we? It's not just like try to yeah. sort of like how Mario is. Obviously, he's very short, but our character is uh, scaled correctly, human size, yeah. and scaled correctly throughout the throughout the forest. Yeah. Okay, so you play this character where you can walk through this uh, Canadian forest, and what is the aim of the game? Is there a, is there an aim, and what would the player be doing? It's not really an aim, more so just sort of experience as as you're doing it. You're just sort of on your journey. Yeah, it's taking mm. the philosophy that the um, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. Yeah. So we don't really have any significant goals or any any milestones as such. It's just a case of you start, you go along, you do what you do, you do what you want, you do what you can. Encounter and, um, certain things along the way. Yeah, you just line. make the most of it. Yeah, you're often sort of rewarded as well. If you sort of take the time to notice things, yeah, then you can you get rewarded with like a little animation or something like that. Like if you go a certain way, you might see one animal, whereas if you went to the you know the main way, which isn't so obvious, then you might not see it. So you're sort of rewarded in that sense as well. So you're rewarded a little, little bit for exploration. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so and but not patience not, yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not in a patience. not in a completionist sense. Though. Okay. Yeah. Just in a. Um, Take your time and, and look around. Kind of. Yeah, we never and wanted to punish the player for not seeing something. Exactly. And to, to like try and double down in a sense on like reality of life and this whole journey and living in the moment, especially. Mm-hmm. There's things in the game which will only ever happen once, and if you miss that, you can't return to it. Mm. So it's it's we're trying to kind of replicate these aspects in life and mindfulness and trying to be aware and live in the moment that yeah. certain things will happen whether you're there to witness it or not. It's sort of to encourage, you're not really, the whole point of mindfulness is that you don't think about uh, what's happening in the future, what has just previously happened, just very much in your own yeah. space. Mm. So by not telling them stuff's going to happen and, or, or bringing up stuff that they've missed, they, they never have that sort of yeah. feeling. Yeah. Which is tricky though because it kind of contradicts most Games design standards. Yeah. <laughs> Trying yeah. to say when you explain it, what the game it, is, it, and it feels like, quite lazy. Just being like, "Oh, the player is just meant to go about what they want to do. We just don't have to tell them anything." Walk right. It's basically, a, yeah. yeah, it's a fine balance between um, 
incentivizing or giving subtle clues to things without being like oh go here do this or like oh you missed that you know you can't win anymore there's no mm. fail or mm. anything it's, mm. uh, it's an interesting challenge but it's not just walk though is it because there is other things you can do no. like interact with us it's not just seeing this animation being played you could you know go fishing or uh, play fetch with your dog okay so let's talk a little bit about that because I think I think uh, we're getting the idea that basically you want the player to have a mindful experience that they're in the moment, yeah. and that moment is transcending the player at this point into this walk through the forest uh, via this portage, which is carrying this canoe between these islands and experiencing things on the islands. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's no win state, there's no fail state, it's an experience, yeah? Yeah. yeah? yeah. So in that experience, what are the kind of things that the player can do to enhance that type of feeling? Um. A lot of the focus, I think Monty really is actually going to be quite like a big part of the life and soul of this game. The dog. Yeah, Mon <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, Monty's we're so dog. used to referring to Monty as Monty. Yeah, Monty the dog, the your walking companion. Mm -hmm. And I, like, I, I think having had dogs myself and like going out, taking them for walks, I, I really get a good like, idea that having this dog running around roaming freely. Like dogs live in the moment, like they will only ever live in the moment they are in, mm. unless maybe it's getting towards dinner time. They seem to have some <laughs> sort of internal clock. They know dinner's coming. But so having Monty with you and around you constantly, I think, will really help the players' kind of attention be in the moment. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, as well, it's it requires a lot of play testing. But besides that, there's paddling which will require acceptance of a pace to a certain degree. Yeah. You can't go you can't any yeah, you can't yeah, so it requires press of a button and you'll paddle and you can only do that every like so often yeah. within a set time frame. And there is always the current of the river pushing you along as well. So it's it's again much like in life you can't you can't pause time. Time is always moving forward. The river is always going to be moving you forward, and it's up to you how you want to take that pace, whether you want to speed it up or maintain at okay. that level. I think they're really interesting components of, of the game. Cool. And yeah, Monty's definitely there. Mm. So Monty's obviously the key factor in terms of like keeping you focused on the moment. You would say, yeah. 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 He, yeah. he also helps add a bit of a bit of character to the game as well because we've gone for a very sort of blank slate main character to sort mm. of help the player uh, put themselves in the game so Monty mm. is like this uh, additional character that adds a bit of personality cool and I've seen some other things so I can see on the obviously on the animation and I've seen a few bits of the game you can obviously throw a stick for Monty yes oh, yeah. you can obviously dogs appreciate collecting sticks <laughs> <in the back laughs> sometimes for whatever yeah, it's reason great fun throwing Throwing a stick. He's, and he's there's some it. other bits where I can see the guys like chopping through some parts of the forest. Yeah. Is that when it is so we we still wanted to include some some like game mechanics. Mm -hmm. So you've got there's a very like limited inventory kind of tool system. So you've got a couple tools with you, um, and then switching to a certain tool and using it in a certain place will give you a um, a some feedback. So the example here is that. 
if you switch to your axe and um, you can come across a fallen tree on one of the paths which would otherwise block you so if you use that axe on the tree it unlocks this small little area where you can um, see a, a blue jay dancing around on spoilers a... spoilers <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is this is only the first island yeah. there's like just uh, one, more one islands example. to come don't so, worry. Yeah. so the player by kind of observing the things they have and the environment and putting two and two together you're rewarded with this this interaction um, that you you won't see anywhere else but equally, you know, you don't have to go down there. There's, there's, you don't lose anything, kind of mechanically, for not going down there. Mm. It's just um, you just wouldn't know because there's no checklist or so of, yeah, exactly. of what animals you're gonna spot. So you just, you just wouldn't see the blue jay and wouldn't think anything of it. Yeah, I so you're never gonna regret not seeing it. That's a good point. It. Like, there's no checklist of like these interactions which you can do, but we wanna, we wanna implement a journal. Mm -hmm. which is kind of like within the menu system and this journal will record particular interactions which you do come across so say yeah you you spot the blue jay in the journal you'll have a little like like um reference yep. to that so, yeah. it goes, so, so it does go back to twitches then <laughs> yeah yeah can, yeah kind of just bird watching simulator <laughs> now but <laughs> there's plenty plenty more to doing it and i like that at the end of the game, players can go back through this journal and have a moment to reflect on what they have seen. Yeah. And then you're not wondering what... Well, you, you might wonder what I may have missed, but you're not being shown what you may have missed. Yeah. So it's, you, you can't worry too much about the unknown at sure. that point. One of, the, one of the philosophies we had kind of very early on was that um, we wanted the player... We wanted to create this linear, scripted... Um, experience that different players will just by kind of their own intuition come out um, with a unique experience as opposed to anyone else so cool. everyone's in this set environment but just by the nature of uh, different people what they pick up on and things like that they're going to experience different things so one player one player might chop the tree and see the blue jay but another player might and then and then then talking after they've both played it, they'd be like, "Oh, did you did you chop the tree and see the blue jay?" Oh no, I didn't. Yeah, oh, we, we know, noticed that in playtesting quite a lot. When yeah, we, uh, when we had like two people playing the game at the same time, they would, uh, you know, talk about it afterwards. We'd be like, "Oh, what did you think?" And someone would say, "Well, I saw this. Uh, did you play fetch?" And they were like, "Oh, I didn't know you could do that." You know, but they never told that, and they never said it's not at the end like, "Oh, you didn't play fetch with the dog." You know, mm, so yeah, yeah. it's up to having those conversations where you would find out, you know, what what. Right. Miss, and you can go back and play it again and see if you can do more. Or yeah, yeah, cool. And it feels really weird hearing that feedback because we kind of inherently <laughs> were like, oh, oh crap, we we need to fix that. Then like the players aren't doing what we want them to do. But at the same time, if we look at our original goals, yeah, they, the players don't have to do everything. Yeah, I mean, and there are cases where okay, it might not be clear enough that certain things aren't like they're not able to do but so we're, we're, we're fixing those but yeah like watching some players just completely avoid like playing fetch <laughs> it's a bit like oh damn I wish well, I wish they played fetch but at the same time it's, it's, they're, they're probably too busy rushing forward and then that's yeah. for they them to later realise that maybe I wasn't paying enough attention which is kind of the message of the game yeah, to cool. slow down and be aware, and so even if they have that realization after playing it, 
I think it's a success. Yeah, great. Okay, so before I want to talk, just touch on the end some of the maybe technical aspects, just so we can people know how you're making the thing because I think that's important. Mm. But in terms of the obviously, I know you guys have done quite a bit of playtesting already. It sounds to me like you've been getting some really interesting feedback. What would you say is like the most useful and interesting thing that's happened so far in any of the playtesting sessions? Um, I think one of the the most uh, important ones we've come across so far is just we need to. Uh, like the control system needs yeah. uh, being a bit reworked. Yeah. Um, we've had a lot of feedback because it's, it's very easy for us to get caught in the trap where it makes sense to us because, of course, we're building it. So we're, we know what the buttons are to press, but when you hand the controller to someone and say, play, and we don't give them the control scheme or anything... Bearing in mind, we don't want any UI yeah. or any tutorial for this game as well. It's, you know, yeah. We've got to try and... Feedback's really important because we need to find out what sort of buttons people are pressing first and sometimes they're like spamming all these keys and they're not doing anything. Mm. So it's, it's led to us really needing to sit down and talk about how we're going to fix the controller system. Cool. That's mm. one of the biggest things mm. we've got. Yeah, okay. So in terms of the technical stuff, obviously that is a really a design challenge, isn't it? You mm. And you're using a controller and whatever. But So just tell me about some of that. You're using Unity to build yeah. the game itself. But what are the other tools that you're using? Uh, so for the pixel art, we're using a very popular um, program called A-Sprite. Um, it's just a very solid um, piece of software for, for doing pixel art mm. and has an inbuilt animator. Well, it's um, designed for pixel art, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It just it works really well, yeah. and it's we can easily then export files as sprite sheets mm -hmm. um, to be used in the game or as gifs um, for promotion and things like that. So it's just been it's a very useful tool to collaborate with pixel art and, and then incorporate that into Unity. Mm. Okay, and so um, then... I was going to say FMOD as well using for the sound design. That's, that's fantastic, really. It allows mm. us to update live the different like audio levels as to like what's playing. You can create a complete mixer board as well for your different sound effects. It's, it's incredibly useful in creating randomised footprint sounds that play on cue with every foot like footstep that occurs I, I think it's, it's an incredible tool okay cool now fmod that's a plug-in for unity yes yeah. Yeah, so it's a plug-in and and it's, it's separate, like software separate software, software. Can, yeah okay. work with but it's so helpful yeah. and then you, and then obviously these files are then being put into unity and you guys are using we're GitHub using git cracker and github, and github yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. obviously github is version control but git cracker is like a a desktop client for it and it's really useful you can visually see all the branches you're on. Um, and it means that Alex and Bill can just sort of put their stuff into their sort of required folders and I can just drag and drop them into Unity without having to, you know, send them through Slack or, or you know, through Messenger or anything like that. Mm, so it just keeps mm. it all very streamlined. Great. So then, okay, so you guys are dropping stuff into your into the project folder. It's been then synchronised with uh, Git Kraken and then through GitHub. And then, Jamie, you're building this in, in Unity. Unity. Yeah. And so are you using Unity's built-in 2D functionality, or so, how are you doing it? Because that's relatively new, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, so Unity's really, really, really recently, sort of, they've been... Because they went a long time doing all their uh, 3D stuff, but they thought, no, 2D games are good too, so... <laughs> um, hmm. They started to roll out a lot of cool 2D features, so we've been using that. Uh, you've got, like, the 2D lights and stuff are really cool, which they're, they're very new, they're, like, in the latest update. And so you're using some of those things? Yeah, so we've got... Um, well, it's allowed us to create a really cool day and night cycle which uses a global light whereas otherwise you wouldn't be able to do that 
and also we've got a torch that you can turn on and off when it's night time and you can visually see and it actually does light up rather than using just like a sprite to like sort of illuminate the world yeah. you have like it a physical light light from a source mm. uh, right. dynamically yeah it's really cool so you guys are using some of the latest sort of unity technology which is great yeah what we were very lucky that it rolled in at the yeah. same time as we yeah started. yeah i was gonna say <laughs> it's good timing and good timing yeah yeah so that because that came out in the 2019.23 audition wasn't it yeah i think it was three yeah yeah so um other than that is there anything you're doing in unity that you think someone else who's maybe using unity would be interested in knowing about for this project um, was it all pretty mm. standard would you say well, yeah. I, I would say one one thing that um, we, it's quite unique is we we creating a a scene that has depth yeah. based on 2D sprites so we're using layering <laughs> systems um, for foreground and background assets and then having triggers so that the player can move behind and in front of them yeah. in in essentially on a 2D plane. So it's painful so to figure <laughs> out that. Yeah, it, especially when got, you've got working now. Okay. two moving characters to sandwich in between that as well. Yeah. To make sure they're on the right layer and don't flick behind behind the trees. Uh, but no, it's actually a relatively simple script. It's just. Okay, but it sounds. I mean, that's. I mean, it's funny because when you Alex was describing that, you. Everyone else basically nervously laughed. <laughs> so, yeah, I remember that week of hard torture of figuring out yeah. how we can get it to work. It's one of those things that it's probably not the best way of doing it, but it's created this kind of quite unique style, yeah, I would say. It, mm. it works as well. And it, it works. And if it, it doesn't does work, work, then don't worry. I mean, if, it, if, it's, <laughs> if it's fixed, if it, if it <laughs> works, worry don't, worry, they <laughs> don't worry about it. That's, yeah, that's what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah. That's what I'm no, but that sounds cool. So it sounds to me like you're using some of the latest Unity 2D technology and you've implemented quite an interesting system with the UI layers mm. to ensure the character has, uh, can move in and out of the scene effectively, yeah. even mm. though it is all technically 2D. That's all on one end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that sounds cool. Okay, good. So, if people want to find out about the game, the best place to go, I'm assuming, is portagegame.com. And will that take them to all of the links? Yep, all the social medias, like well, our Twitter, our Instagram. So, go on, tell us what they are anyway. Um, Instagram is thehut.gda. And the Twitter tag is the hut GDA. With yeah, without no, the dot. Yeah, without the dot. Okay, but if anyone's lost, just go to portagegame.com. Yeah, portagegame.com. Oh, I can't even say it. I'm tongue tied with all the okay. handles. And yeah. the, but that has also got a dev blog yeah, on there yeah. that people can read. So That's they, it. If yeah. they are interested in how you guys are actually making it and not just want to play it, yeah. they can follow along. We, we post to that. Yep. sort of one yeah, thirty every, every Tuesday every every Tuesday so right. midday, comes out yeah, about midday we post on how we're making elements yeah. of the game and hopefully we should have a fairly stable build up on itch great soon, soon. yeah can't give a date yet but okay. it, yeah soon well, that's I the plan so the plan be, is yeah. to have an itch yeah, absolutely. have the first download. island for you to have a stroll about great brilliant with Monty cool the star of the show <laughs> good alright well done everyone okay that is it and I'll just turn that into an audio thing. Alright. Thanks for listening. <laughs> okay, stop streaming.